and hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home. Oh boy, it's another Ziggy Gets It Wrong, a Quantum Leap podcast. Episode four? Three? Episode uh, four. Three. Three. This is our third one. I'm your host, Brian Levy. That's Evan the Mayor. Hello. Casey the Kaysom. Howdy. Guys, these were good episodes. This week we're here to talk about episodes five and six of season one of Quantum Leap, entitled How the Test Was Won and Double Identity. Super exciting stuff. I lost all my notes, so... Doing this all <laughs> off the top. You're doing it live. What do you mean you lost all your notes? I don't know. I can't bring them up on my thing. Well, my, my hand link, it, to use the parlance of the show, my hand link is broken. Uh, oh, it went a little caca? It went a little caca. <laughs> uh, so how the test was won. This is what I like to call the gender relations episode. There, Quantum Leap. <laughs> it's a bit problematic. Quantum Leap has certain themes. Sam solves ladies. Uh-huh. He Sam's, sure does. <laughs> Sam solves race relations. Uh-huh. and uh, He also solves inc- completely inconsequential things. And Sam solves history. Uh, uh, oh, yes, but also inconsequential things, as uh, the end of episode six, we'll, we will detail. Farm animals. Farm animals, yep. So th- th- this, uh, these, bo- both these episodes have important historical facts that happen in them. Uh, the first episode, uh, How the Test Was Won, August 6th, 1956. Uh <laughs> Sam leaps into a very ugly veterinarian and has to win the heart of a cowgirl. This episode, at least that's what he thinks. Uh, that's what he thinks. Yeah, this that's what e- Ziggy says, basically, uh, sort of. Quantum Leap. I, no. I think we mentioned last week. Quantum Leap is always biting off of movies that are uh, popular when it comes out. Um, this uh, episode came out April of 1989. The Emmy Award-winning miniseries Lonesome Dove, mm, uh, Cowboys okay. Were uh, Taking America by Storm, came out in February of 1989. All right, but basically the premise of this episode is he is a, he's a veterinarian, a livestock veterinarian who is working on a ranch. and the, In love the, with the, the, uh, the daughter he's of He's in the... love with the daughter of the ranch hand, and the ranch hand is saying to her, Girl... I need to pass this ranch down to you, and I need kin. I need I need offspring out of your vagina, and you're gonna have to pick one of these men's and marry him. In Texas, there are three things we don't laugh about: our land, our women, and our cattle. My uh, favorite part uh, of of the beginning of that episode is she's looking around, scanning the you know the the choice of men, I'm and more she says. Man. She said, well, first of all, she says, I'm more man than any of these men are. And then she says, I won't breed with inferior stock, Chance. Some weird eugenics happening in this episode. (laughs) And then she gets a little smirk on her face and points at the doctor and says, I want him. I want Doc. But he's got to best me in four rounds of cowboying. So how great is Tess, though? Like <laughs> she hard as nails until she she gets a dance Tess and then is, she melts like butter. Tess is played Cow butter or has to lay a fence post. Right. And then she gets, <laughs> she gets exhaustion, exhaustion and immediately swoons and <laughs> takes one sip of water. And oh, the Great best was when he, he completely ripped her shirt right off was like, you're hot. Uh, Tess is played by Carrie Lizer, who went on to create the show. The new adventures of old Christine. Okay. So I mean, like, she, because everybody's heard of that. What Julie Louis Dreyfus show? That was what she did before Veep. 
Uh, I watched that show. I wanted to bring up the fact that uh, Ziggy, the hand link, now makes sound effects and has blinking lights in this episode. Yep. And we're still not done fucking with the hand link. I would like to uh, give a big shout out to one website. It's called... QuantumLeap-AllAlsPlace.com where I you can, get, it, you can yeah. get all of your Quantum Leap sound effects for this soundboard that I'm getting uh, lined up right now for uh, to be underlaid under this episode. Uh, as the um, uh, title of this show is Ziggy Gets Wrong, I think it's important to highlight just how well, wrong uh, and I've Ziggy been keeping, gets it. I've been no. keeping track. So, Ziggy predictions, colon, for this episode. He needs to marry the girl. No, Ziggy 72% never says, that. says cure the pig. 47%, you're gonna marry Tess. 97% accuracy, someone has been sending love letters, marries Tess. That is, so... So that's the one aspect that he does get right. No, that's However, as a tangent, the pig needed to be cured so that one character... What, what is... you? They're being very coy about his name throughout it's the episode, Buddy but it turns out that his name is Buddy Holly. All throughout this episode, there is a kid who is just hanging did, out. Did anyone bother to look up Buddy Holly's real life story? Like, yeah, was uh, he was he a farmhand of any variety? I, I don't know, but what I do know is that he was already recording music by August of '56. Okay, let's look. Uh, Peggy fa- Sue comes out in '57, and it's named after his drummer's girlfriend. All right, somebody, so th- this is actually Casey. You not... look that up immediately. Buddy, Buddy Holly's life. life story while we talk about. The various iterations of these songs that he sings throughout the episode. The first one is Fat and Me, Fat and Me. He All just... he does is bat at me. Hang out with his buddy it's a sheep. <laughs> or the goat. <laughs> or the goat, whichever. Uh, uh, he called Buddy, so Sam in the beginning calls Buddy Holly Pard, and that is his dog's name. And, uh,. Annoying as hell. Like, did anybody else just by the end of the episode? No, I loved it. I, I was annoying the hell out of me. Like, it was just didn't make any sense. What the Buddy Holly throughout the episode? No, it didn't make any sense. lyrics. But this is another one of those inconsequential leaps that's like nothing but a red herring. It's just very frustrating. So here's here's my question. I know these episodes. Like, I mean, there's no way I don't know. Just just hearing the guy on the guitar, does that yell Buddy Holly to everyone? No. And I assume the Buddy Holly story also came out right, right around this. No, I guess not. It would be early 80s, not 1989. But either way. So what, so what year was this again? 1989. No, no, no. The, uh, where 50. he's at. Oh, August, August 6th, 1956. So okay, this... so in 1955, he was opening for Elvis Presley. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I don't think. Historically don't inaccurate. He doesn't need Sam's help. Uh, so that's uh, the... This is also the episode where we realize that animals can see Al. Yeah. Because a raccoon that's just chilling in a cage is like, what's up, dude? And, and then the like, Al, the, the raccoon can see you. Uh, so, but Al seemed just like, no, that was going to happen. There's always this idea that there are other leaps happening, like that Sam doesn't even remember because of his Swiss cheesed brain. Uh, right. And I like to believe that maybe this isn't the first time they've come across animals. And the uh, the character Wayne in this episode, who is basically his nemesis throughout, is just a total asshole. I guess, but they all seem like generally, generally nice people who all like each other. Like they're like, I just fit into this uh, personality trait. The, fir- at the, ranch, the first line and I'm that the guy, old cuss. The, the first line that the guy has in the episode is just Doc's a fool. Uh, so <laughs> Doc's a fool. Just a little cowboy humor. Almost tried to get you killed by the horse by breaking your hand they, and ripping your thumb off. They do generally not respect doc because doc is not a masculine guy he is doc okay at the end of the episode when they're like 
when Al's like, but look at all the stuff you had to overcome. Look at your face. First off, how did Sam, like, get through, like, shaving and stuff without, like, looking at his face? Secondly, Doc's not wholly unattractive. He looks like Kevin Nealon. Um, yeah, I remember him being like, ew, and I'm like, what? There's nothing wrong with Nice you. to meet you, Doc, you, all, you ugly old man. Yeah. Like, that's not really what I was getting from that whole thing. Oh, uh, getting back to the part where Tess has heat exhaustion, <laughs> he threatens her by saying, I'll just take off all your clothes. <laughs> really weird. It's I don't know if toxic masculinity is the right it was way weird. to describe it, but definitely some weird 80s. Like, a, I'm a man and you're well, a woman. I'm a white knight, but also a rapist. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, in the end, what happens is Sam is also trying to heal this pig. He <laughs> uh, heals the pig. He loses the pig. He yells... Piggy sweet, piggy no, no, sweet. No, 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 Before we get to that, the oh. second song is uh, Buddy Holly singing to his dog, Pard. Pardon me, pardon me for loving you. Nope, that's it's not it. Pard and me. Yeah. And then pardon me for loving you. Oh, that it's it. I mean, it's a hit. It's a hit in the making. But then, by the time the yes, the pig is safe and sound, he says he's just singing piggy suey, piggy suey. Oh, how my heart yearns for you. <laughs> to which, is, well, I is, love you, gal, and I need you, piggy suey. And this is after he has lost the the, um, the yeah, cowboy so, off with Well, Tess. we haven't even talked about the cowboy the off. The cowboy off's not important. Yeah, it is, because they're, uh, first of all, the poker game in which Tess inadvertently cheats because Wayne is, is, Wayne a, is, is cheating, for, cheating her. for her. Some good lines uh, when they're talking about trading a bull. And the one guy, he says, uh, 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 I heard that bull is going the way of Hollywood, if you know what I mean. Oh, queer? He's referring to the bull being gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <Not appropriate. laughs> um, and then, uh, they, and oh. then they were doing the fence post, which uh, Tess gets heat exhaustion. But before we get to that, Al, throughout the episode, is complaining about a woman, I forget the name of which. Tina. Tina. His, his who, girlfriend, Tina. Who, who broke his heart, and, and the greatest line is, she took my second favorite organ and stomped it to death with her four-inch spike heels. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Al. Al basically pays zero attention to Sam, because he's worried about his dick the entire episode. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and then... And then he totally the, pieces out in his time of need. Right. And uh, when, when Sam has to go against the hardest trial of all, the Widowmaker. Horse. Yes, which he uh, he gets thrown off the horse once in the beginning of the episode, and the second time he gets on the horse, he rides it like it's second nature. Uh, which is something that this happens is, in Quantum Leap. Yeah, it happens in the following episode where he just suddenly knows how to sing. Yep. Uh, and so forth and so on. Another. No, he didn't know how to sing. F- well, he... No, Scott Bakula is a very good singer. He did okay. I mean, after a little while. Anyway. He comes from musical theater. What I, I, uh, what I did enjoy was the, the part where they were going to go do the fence posts, and they're walking. She, Tess makes some sort of comment about, you know, being a strong, independent woman. I don't need no man. And Sam says, ah, oh, women's lib is going to love you. And she says, what's that? What's women's and he says, lib? He says, something on the horizon, like that storm, and just points at this maelstrom of clouds, like, coming down. There's a twister coming. <laughs> Sam invents uh, slang a couple of times in these episodes. Right. Uh, so, and then finally, you get the whole, uh, Peggy Sue, Sam leaps into... A gangster. It's our second episode, Double Identity. This episode... We totally skipped over... I mean, we've kind of alluded to it, but... The Piggy oh, Peggy Sue? So? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I sang the song. And so, well, and, then, and then Sam says... Uh, hey, buddy. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey Peggy Try Sue. Try Peggy Sue. 
And then it turns and into Peggy Sue. And then So did Ziggy get it right? I, I, no, I don't think so. Ziggy no. got it vaguely wrong. Vaguely Ziggy got right. it right, but he forgot the, or Ziggy got, forgot the, the, the did, and then. I did, I did, so you have to the, save the pig, and then. Right. Or what, but why even bother with the pig? The pig doesn't have to live. Hey, Sam, tell the, Buddy Holly over there yeah, that, the, yeah, yeah. that the song should be Peggy but Sue. But this, this was one of those episodes that now uh, uh, Al gives Sam a knowing glance when they both realize... <laughs> Now I get it. Here's my question. The pig had to live in order for Buddy Holly, Holly to write to a song about a woman. Here's yeah. my question. <laughs> How does Al know about Peggy Sue if he is still living in a timeline that has been unaffected uh-huh. by Sam or because Sam's in 1956 is that it's not important, but how, but how, how come, but, yeah, how come they haven't figured out about how profoundly they're changing? If not have altered history, then they're just making it. Well, here's the time paradox is Al just living in a future that Sam's already won everything. Right. Uh, you know, uh, only once does Al talk about his original timeline in any episode. Mm. And we'll get to that in season Five, I think. Okay, great. Uh, but yeah, so now we've leaped into double identity, which comes out a year, which is a mobster. It's basically Sam leaps into the first uh, half hour of The Godfather. This is not a great episode. This is not very good, but it does lead to a lot of questions about leaping. Um, I think it's just important just to get through what the episode is about. Uh, Sam leaps into the, the first uh, half hour of The Godfather where he is banging. <laughs> he's at a wedding. Yeah, he's at an Italian wedding. He is uh, banging The Godfather's mistress. He is one of The Godfather's hitmen. Uh, throughout the episode, Al's like, "We're just gonna, we're gonna try to retrieve you." Now, this is when Ziggy's broken, and they yeah. don't know; they have no idea. Zig- yeah, what was the, the 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 the? So Ziggy was low on electricity, and he had to cut all like emergency. Oh, well, what you the the funding to Quantum Leap is drying. Up. <laughs> it, it, no, in this first season, it's the only time it's a uh, plot device. The funding to Quantum Leap is is drying up. Uh, so Ziggy's air conditioning doesn't work. They they they, they want to use this leap just to pull Sam back. They're not really concerned about what he has to do. Um, so uh, Sam is stooping the Godfather's uh, mistress. Uh, he arranges it so Al's like, "Here's what we need to do. We need to put everybody back in the positions they were in, and then plug this hair dryer into uh, this house <laughs> in no sense. Uh, Buffalo." It's stupid, Wait. except for the fact, Casey, ninety-seven point three percent. He can leap you back by following whatever Frankie would do. That was the exact thing. Uh, you must plug in a one thousand watt hair dryer in some place by twenty-two twenty-eight GMT. Be at the exact same location as arrival and duplicate the event occurring when you arrived. Having, those what, sex. what year those was are, it? Uh, 1965. So Sam was not having sex as he uh, was able to leap out. Therefore, nothing works. It does not work. Casey, do you know that this is like, so we were talking about historical events and I could saw a physical look on your face. This is an actual blackout that I happened. Just... Uh, 30 million people were affected by this blackout. So, Tuesday, November 9th. Yes. 1965. But, but according to the rules of the show, this is Sam Beckett and the Quantum Leap Project, a.k.a. God, doing just doing this. What is the purpose? Why? Why do they do this? Because... The baby boom? Teresa's mother, grandmother, had never won bingo before. What? No. That's when Sam leaps. Because of the... What? Because of the candles? No, there's no. There made no sense. It was the stupidest end because he he figures he he leaps once and then he's in the Godfather and he's like, oh, now I gotta fix this all up there. 
and then uh, gets the Therese and Frankie uh, betrothed, and then uh, so he... and then realize, oh, I gotta get this lady to win some bingo. Oh, you missed yep. the you missed a critical component there. So Ziggy tells him, all right, just follow exact these exact instructions. They get to the point where there's the blackout, and then there's the confrontation between the Godfather. And Sam as the hitman. Right, he's not having sex with Teresa. And then, bam, he leaps, but leaps into the Godfather because he can no longer... Because the thought process is is that he has to get Teresa and this hitman together. Exactly. So, so there's a layered leap. Ooh, are there any other multiple leap episodes like where he leaps like more than three times to there figure are, shit out? You will find out in that same episode where Sam talks about the... Or Al talks about the original timeline. Okay. Season five. All right. Um, and then... So then, so he's so, like, all right, I got to get Teresa and this hitman together. So as the Godfather, I'm going to an- publicly announce that facilitated that another leap, except for that was not the goal. It was just to get that old lady to win bingo. Yes. Yep. Stupid. So Ziggy completely got it wrong. <laughs> Ziggy blows it. Ziggy blew it. Two episodes in a row. He's low on. by default. Because he's low on electricity. Ziggy's uh, broken. Uh, this is another one of those episodes where Sam is like, oh, it's this year. I'm in fourth grade. And this girl is sitting in front of me. I'm like, shut the fuck up about you remembering girls from your childhood. Who no cares? Knows, no one knows who these people are. Sam also invents the slang word awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like, awesome. I like the sound of that. Yeah. I'm about to be awesome for you in this attic. Like having like, sex. By if the I'm way, lying, I'm dying. That's a drinking game, by the way, for this episode. Anytime anyone says I'm lying, I'm dying. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. Um, so in fact, be we, dead by the we end could of- probably uh, <laughs> uh, hit people too. There should be a drinking game on every quantum leap. I will fully admit that the uh, a funny scene in this, the funny scene in this episode was at the the barber shop when Al is telling him what Italian things to say, and Did- and uh, Sam Beckett was doing quite a good job of being. Funny, sputtering these words out. Did you catch what um, Frankie's brothers' names were? No. Primo and Segundo? First (laughs) First and second. second. (laughs) First brother and second brother. They they literally did not bother to uh, name them. Um, That really... uh, Oh, and then you see what happens, what people look like like when they leap back in their body. Because Frankie was like, I thought this was yesterday. Oh, that's right. So Yeah, that's that's a good point. It's the first time we've seen the uh, aftermath of a post-leap leap. Anyway, that's uh, that's those two. I was, next week is one of the all time greatest episodes of Quantum Leap. Oh yeah, he fight, he uh, Sam fixes, solves he, civil rights. He solves it all. The the color of truth. Sam jumps into Jesse Tyler. Uh, this is it's basically Quantum Leap does driving Stacy. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. All right. Well, this has been episode three, four, three. Of uh, Ziggy gets it wrong. A quantumly podcast. <laughs> oh, guys, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Ziggy's underscore wrong. I don't know why you would do that, but go ahead if you want to. Maybe next week I'll even have a Twitter handle set up where you'll find no. all the best quantum leap Twitter jokes. Yeah, I don't think you want to do that. I do. <laughs> all right, good luck. All right, thanks. Enjoy your 10 followers. I will. All right, see you next week.